now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Okay, okay, okay. I'm up. I'm up. I'm up. It's time to get out of bed. Hey, guys. This is Yolanda at DryerBuzz. And uh, do I sound nice and chipper? That's because I have gotten it all out of my system because it's a day where, and it's not even the weekend, but the family is here. So we just had our little kitchen powwow or running through, running into everybody. I hope everybody's having a good day. What is today? It's Thursday, y'all. It's almost the weekend. Let's just call it. It's officially the weekend. If you're and you're not going to get anything done today. If you are getting anything done today, it's because you're accountable for something tomorrow. You're trying to get it all off the books and get it all done so you can go ahead and get into this weekend. And I love these spring weekends. We're recording this one in the spring. At the very beginning of the spring, it is May. So look, stop, look at your calendar and figure out, man, when did, you, when did I find out? How old were you when you found out? <laughs> There was something called How to Get Out of Bed, and it was a daily living podcast by Dryer Buzz. Look at your calendar, because I'm recording this one in May of 2019, right? And, and, and I say that because the notification I had this morning when I woke up was somebody commenting on a podcast that I did 10 years ago as if they just found out about it today. That's what I'm talking about. That's why you need to put out good stuff. And so there's a movie coming out and there's a lot of conversation. Well, even before this movie was coming out, people were talking about this particular iconic person coming out of Harlem who came out of Harlem. I'm talking about Bumpy Johnson. Probably, uh, no, definitely the best podcast I have ever done. It was most received, best engaged. It's, in fact, it's still engaging to this day. Daily Views. Daily comments as people discover the history of Harlem and the Harlem Godfather, and that would be Bumper Johnson, because we had one of the very last and best interviews uh, by his late wife. And so um, if anybody that's looking into any of this thing, I don't care if you just look at Scarface or The Godfather or any of that, you wonder, because in, in all of those movies, they're always talking about, you know, what were the black people doing? So people go and say, well, what, what black people doing? Because a lot of times when we look at history, oh, we need to talk about history. Y'all know that I'm a history buff. Um, when we look at the history of things, we always get these Tunnel visions, like we have those, somebody said blinders on, shades on. Grand morning, ice is already in on the on the periscope side. And we look at those things and we forget that we live in parallel worlds. It, as much as our media, as much as media and politics tries to keep us between the lines, the borders, the barriers, and all those different things, believing all kind of different things. It's like, really? How is it that we, we have the same things going on, but we truly, truly believe something different, right? If we get all of that out of the way, we can really see where we, where and from where we come from. And y'all know I'm also still binging on Game of Thrones. That's why my day is starting to really, but I was like, why am I getting up so late? Because you stayed up trying to get in two more episodes. I can't believe. So Tuesdays is my binge day. And I'm trying to catch up. I'm on season seven. I'm, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and finish that today. Because I've already started watching the current stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm a little lost. Although, but not that lost. So, in fact, it looks like this particular season is really setting up everything that I've seen in a couple of episodes. No spoilers for anybody. I don't even know how to spoil. I couldn't possibly give you a spoiler because I'm only asking questions that's a little bit deeper than anything that's ever out there. But you know, that's me taking a sip of some, I don't know what I'm drinking, lemonade. 
not my lemonade, so I'm, I'm going to get some lemons today. T- Lazy week for me is also Mother's Day week. I know I said Mother's Day week, the week leading up to Mother's Day. And I, I've, while I have put out plenty of hints, uh, I just threw out a different one this morning. Something I'd rather do, just kind of like a nice calm, um, just going into the weekend. I do on Saturday, a couple of good things on Saturday. I get to help give out a scholarship that morning and then proceed on down to see uh, Becoming Michelle Obama Tour. I cannot wait to be in an arena filled with women who read, okay? I mean, I'm like just saying. Women who read, women who are um, who who are just striving to, to be better. That was one of our antidotes. Everything that we talk about and how to get out of bed, I'm going to be in an arena filled with women who strive for that. You know what? And I really, 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 as I say that, I really need to do some how to get out of bed cards. And I know that Angel and I, we're trying to figure out the logistics of the day. Um, and of course, we can't find it out to the late because I'm wondering, like, what's security going to be? Um, do we want to wait till we get inside and probably really want to kind of plan something on the inside? Uh, I wanted to do, we were thinking about some tailgating thing, which I'm going to have to put that to the side because I am um, kind of a, a, a alternate board member of this organization because I've, I've literally helped them out um, a couple of years. And so my leaf blower is going by, but um, I am... I think it's three to three to four scholarships will be given away that morning. Let's see. You should do the stuff about how to get out of bed later in the day <laughs> for the people who haven't got out of bed. That's why we're coming on this time of day. And that's why they do get to enjoy several replays. And even if what we talk about today doesn't uh, butcher saying that. And if, if what we talk about today is not your antidote to get out of bed, that's why you, whatever platform you're on, you can go back. Uh, black social media is so insightful and inclusive. It is. And that's the thing about it is we are inclusive to a point um, more so than others. Um, and I think that's why people look to us, you know, like, man, if black people are going through it, there's because we're going to always find a solution. We're not going to stay down too long. And like I said, it just depends on what your sources of, of, of learning about the world is, you know, cause I mean, I'm just that person. I looked, I look for the inclusion. Um, one of the things we've been talking about on the Michelle Obama podcast that Michelle Obama talked about was this otherness, even though she was first lady, uh, it always led with otherness that she's the first black first lady or they were the black first, the first black first family, you know, or the black first family, you know, all of those things that, and, and some of us, like I live in the South. So in the South, there's a Southern bubble here, like as opposed to somebody above the Mason Dixon line or out West, you know, there's a mentality when I deal with people who have just got here. Okay. Either they just got here from the North or they just got here from the West. They have not been indoctrinated in you need to pick an otherness. You need to pick a box, right? When you come to the South, you got to pick a box and able to, okay? And it's like, but I am, I'm not one of those boxes. And what happens is that person just kind of goes into, they go into the shadows of things. Now, I'm not going to get mad about the leaf blower because I really want that uh, breezeway. I really want it really clean. So anyway, um, so here we have to pick boxes. And even as a blogger, when I first started blogging, I just wanted to be a, a hyper local Atlanta blogger. But I noticed that there was some major apartheid in media 
So that's why you see me use the hashtag media apartheid. There were a bunch of boxes that weren't getting checked and covered, you know. And I'm like, but don't we want to check all those boxes? And many entities in this city and around this city and in the South don't want to check all those boxes. They just want to check the one box. Uh, let's see. Bless early happy Mother's Day to all. Exact, honey. We, I'm so excited about Mother's Day, y'all. And I did a post. I did a post uh, on my timeline. I can, really cannot believe this leaf lord is like, he's going from one window to the next, right? And, uh that's insane. Like literally. But anyway, and we let life go on. We let life go on. Cause clearly if I was in the bed, I'd be out of the bed by now. We um I'm trying to get, grab my thought process back. We were talking about mothers. Oh, I put a post out yesterday uh, asking what do mothers really want for Mother's Day? And I know, yeah, we would love to be showered with a lot of things, but most of them say money. And the other part say rest. They, they want time away from family, they, and which is why you see a lot of people send, you send moms off for a massage or, you know, everybody wants to go to the brunch thing. But, you know, let me tell you what happens when you try to do the, the brunch thing. It's so much tension when you try to do the brunch thing. It is so much tension, especially between the siblings, because, you know, one sibling has, has an idea of this is what we're going to do. And then they try to get all the other siblings in order, you know, and then somebody doesn't come to the table with they're supposed to come to the table with. And then y'all don't do nothing but upset mom. Because then, you know, now she's worried about how all y'all going to get along when y'all y'all together. Because, you know, moms know that ain't how it work, right? And now she got to put up with everybody, knowing that you you trying to do a good thing, but you mad because, cause, you know, the sister or the brother or this, that, and the other. Y'all got, y'all had beef all year long. She don't really want all that around her. She really don't, you know. Send mom off to brunch with. The best thing you would do is give her something to do with her friends, people she really want to spend the day with. And, yes, we love our children. And, yes, we want to see them. And, yes, we want some photos. And, yes, we want this, that, and the other. But at the same time, it's like, listen, she wants life as it is, you know, money and peace of mind. Peace of mind is always on the list. The leaf blower is trying to get some mentions. I know he went all the way around from one window to the next. I'm telling you. And, uh, and I, it's nothing I can do about it. And I'm not stopping. And, and I'm not, uh, look, and then I got a battery one over here. So we're going to, and I, I'm actually supposed to be off. Supposed to do about 25 minutes. Cause I got something to do with, with Patty Betty this morning. So, but that's the that's the thing. It's like peace of mind, and we have added peace of mind. And I, I'm still staring at a blank page, y'all. But we have added peace of mind to everything. To everything, the goal is peace of mind. I'm gonna write peace of mind on here today. And I was actually, I think I said something else, but I'm writing down peace of mind because. When we write these things down in our journal, when we come up with that top, remember we're supposed to be we're supposed to keep adding words and be able to read from top to bottom, from bottom to top, right? In order to get what we want. Peace of mind is what we really want. That's it. That's it. Some people think it's six figures, right? Some people think it's seven figures. Some people think it's being the boss. Some people think it's not being the boss, right? Because you don't have to deal with everybody's personal problems. Some people think it's working. Some people think it's not working. Some people think it's being so on social media. Some people think it's never going on social media, right? It's all about peace of mind and trying to maintain that. And I have lived, that has literally, I don't care 
what kind of, I do a vision board, if I do a journal, if I do a blog post, if I write a book, if I start a podcast, peace of mind. If I go going into my kitchen, even though it evolved into in the kitchen with dryer buzzers and still not calling myself a chef or home cook or anything like that. It's about my peace of mind. I went into the kitchen that first day for peace of mind. I turned my live stream back on for a peace of mind. I just simply did it y'all for peace of mind. Peace of mind. How do we, how do we get peace of mind? Let me know guys. We still have, uh, connection because it looks like some people are coming in and going out and mine is saying lost connection. So I think, hello there, Jose. Dre is going in and out. I think Dre is still in there. And I know my Wi-Fi is getting like crazy and hopefully the leaf floor didn't interfere with me. But that's what it was about. Peace of mind. I, I drink, I drink the lemonade the way I do. The way I make the lemonade the way I make the lemonade. Yeah, I could grab, I could grab a citrus squeezer and squeeze that lemon, lemon and add it to some water and sweeten it and go about my business. But the way that I started preparing the lemonade brought on my peace of mind. Think about being able to car. I get to carve some time out of my day to go and pick the lemons that I want, right? To wash my lemons, um, zest my lemons, trim my lemons, slice my lemons. We just want to have a few adult conversations with our friends. She's been trying to get in to say that for Mother's Day, y'all. We just want to have a few. Now, see, my, my adults and my friends are, have become my children, which they keep telling me I need to get some, re- I need to go back and find my friends. I need to get some friends. So I did, I went, I went to the, net, went to the networking event, but then I know that even in a lot of the social things that I do, I still go into content mode. I still go into blogger mode. So therefore it still becomes work. And I kept trying to figure out well, what do I do? That's just purely for enjoyment. That's one of the reasons I was like, I'm going to watch game of Thrones. And I still turned that into a blog moment, but I don't know that I have anything. And that's what I'm going to do today. Thank you, Drea. I'm going to find something today. What, what is it that you really do for you and your peace of mind? I need to find something that I truly just do. For me now, I used to like going to sitting by the water, but then I turned that into a blog moment. I'm going to figure out what do I used to crochet. Um, and that was something I would, I would tune everything out when I would crochet because crocheting, you have to like be mindful of your pattern. You have to be mindful of your, your stitches, right? So you've got to be full on and you, it, it becomes a, it becomes a, it becomes a thing where you really don't have to think about it. Once you get your pattern going, uh, we should have peace of mind at home. If not somewhere, somewhere, someone has to go. Right. And I've lived, that's been my motto. If you coming up in here, you got to bring the peace of mind. If you can't keep, if you interrupt, the, disrupt the peace of mind. Oh, I, what's the word? You can't disrupt. Don't disrupt. I'm going to put don't. This is going to be a don't post. Don't disrupt. I'm writing down don't disrupt. You cannot disrupt the peace of mind. But I, first of all, find it. How do, how do you find it? Find it. How? I'm going to write down how to find it. Because that's the thing. And I'm sitting here thinking now of all my hours in my day, what do I do that's not attached to what I, but keep in mind my work is that thing that I love, you know, writing. I love writing. And even though that's my peace of mind or the environment of which I find work in or I do work in um, became a peace of mind, you know, and people think you're crazy when you believe it or not, when you have, when you put that on, attach that to goals, you know, and people say, where do you see yourself in five years? Peaceful. (laughs) Where do you see yourself tomorrow? Peaceful, peaceful, right? Peace of mind. It's 
How do you find it? I need to, this is going to be my checklist today. I'm going to take an assessment of what is it that I actually do in my day that's just for me and no one else. How about that? Write that down for me. No one else. And as a mom, you're going to find that list is hard to write. As a parent, well, fellas, y'all chime in because y'all got Father's Day coming up, right? And fathers are still trying to figure out how to make that make their day better. Uh, I have a friend that has a uh, father-daughter dance for Father's Day. And I noticed in his... Um, in his promotions this year, he said, bring your father. Cause you used to, because I'm going to tell you the hurtful thing is hoping that your dad would think to take you to this dance. And that never happens. I can remember going to several dances with my dad. Oh my God. I, I can remember going to several. It was just a natural thing. If my dad was doing something even if he was going to be doing the adult thing, he would make sure to squeeze in. And I, and I really don't, I still to this day, and I, I'm dad not going to have to have this conversation. I just always felt like my dad had some of the best influences, some of the best mentors, you know, and the influence in the fact that I had grandfathers and I had uncles, you know, so I just really felt like my dad, um, I just feel like he, he had some of the, and I mean like influencers, like, dude, you better just come correct, you know? And I just wonder because I, I hear him when I hear him talk about his dad and, 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 and I hear a lot of men talk about their dads and that's just not where they drew from. But I just remember his dad, whatever the relationship was with he and his dad, that my grandfather made sure our relationship was different. Right. But I still have to respect where my father is coming from in his pain of growing up with his father. Right. But I still have to. He still has to understand that I love my grandfather. I loved my grandfather unconditionally because he was a different man. By the time I came, he was a different man to me. But I have to respect what my father says and the pain that my father has. And then growing up in the time period that he has. And my dad and I, we have a lot of those conversations. We have them live online. We podcast together, uh, especially now. Whenever we're around, we like let's dad, let's go live because he's a blogger. He's he's live streaming all the time as well. He's also a DJ and all those kinds of things. And and I love trying to define or figure out the contrast between my parents and their parents' relationship and who their parents were to me. So when I think about that father daughter dance, and I think about it, it's like I love that my friend is saying this year. Bring your father, bring your father to the dance. And that makes the household think about it a little bit differently because what happens is there's so many daughters out there that live with that hurt, whether it's a little bit of hurt and a misunderstanding. We talk about misunderstandings and there's so many men out there and guys and I can talk about how men feel on this because I literally uh, have blogged about how men feel in the parenting situation uh, for the past uh well, actually, I started out, everything I started doing started out with children first, then we went to men, then we went to women, because you always kind of felt like women had it together, right? So I did a series, a number of series, a number of seasonal things with men. Um, in 2015, from 2015 to 17, 16, I think, 2000, maybe 2014 to 16, I did a series where every fourth Sunday, 
um, we talked about fatherhood. On I did it in the form of radio. I did it in the form of blogging. I did it in the form of live streaming. Just literally made sure that we had what we call hashtag the lang- hashtag language of men. And and I love hashtagging these things because that means no matter how old time goes, you can go back and filter the internet for this content. So if you want to filter the internet for this content, um, just use hashtag language of men. Um, talking with men about if they didn't have a father, how where did they draw for fatherhood, some of them said, hey, from television, from television, from music, from, you know, from their imagination. They really had to use their imagination because they didn't come from uh, households that where the father was present or any semblance of healthy fatherhood. And so they were crafting this thing as they were going along. So, you know, that's just something and, 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 and they go through life without peace of mind. They go through their entire life without peace of mind. Um, we talked to them about fatherhood, about uh, I brought on experts every month. And they were talking about how so many men were saying that in situations where they had drama and raising their kids, they were literally trying to hold on to that child was old enough where they could literally just communicate with that child going around the drama mama. And, 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 and they really in order to preserve their sanity, put it in their peace of mind is that there's going to come a time when they will be able to explain their absence because in what was what drew on their absence. I had another, um, I met a guy online who was doing a documentary. He did it. He was trying to grow it into a full on, um, docu reality type series. And I, it got picked up here and there in forms, but they wanted to, you know, make a drama, make it, as drastic as reality shows are, but it was called a week with my father. And he, he literally had just met his father growing up with his mother's side of the family, um, who had a bunch of Italian uncles who ostracized his dad and, and really threatened his dad if he ever came around. Um, and so not until he was a grown, grown, grown man, did he get a chance to meet his father and ask his father what happened and spend a week with his father. And his father explained the situation. But his father had issues from his own childhood. His own relationship. His father had this trauma. That every time he would talk about it. It was like it was present tense. Right? And and I could see as a woman. Having to deal with a man. Who has that kind of trauma. It's like you're going to be okay if he leaves. Because that's a lot to carry. And a lot to deal with. And I got about three more minutes. Guys we're going to jump off here. That's a lot to deal with. And so. As adults and children will never understand that. As adults, you have to let those situations go. Yes, you want your children to maintain their allies. Everybody, we we all want our children to maintain our allies. But some people can't let the situation go with the adults and just simply go ahead. Go ahead, deal with the children. Deal with the children. Some people can't do it. Some people can't do it. They feel like it's it's a whole thing. And two, a lot of us, our guilt overwhelms. Our guilt overwhelms. Our guilt takes over our takes over our our peace of mind. We don't get that peace of mind because guilt won't let you have it. But that guilt, that conversation about your guilt, that's you having you're having that conversation with yourself. And that's the hardest thing to get people to reconcile or to understand is that. And guys, I'm missing comments, so let me move as we get ready to end. Let me move to another part of the house because I'm, I'm missing comments. I'm not gonna try to carry everything, but I lost connection and I cannot see the comments so I'm gonna go where I can um and hopefully get you guys back on let me see her and you know what it looks like it looks like Periscope might have did something let me see 
Okay, I'm back in the other room. Let's see if we can get you guys. And I, I have totally missed uh, all your comments. It says loading. Let's see. I hope it didn't end the in the broadcast. This is why we do it on alternative platforms in case we do have uh, periodic issues and you guys miss it. So if you guys missed it on Periscope, either I, you're there and I can't see you. Uh, you know, we do keep alternative platforms for you guys to enjoy. And plus, you'll get a chance to enjoy this recording. Hopefully, it's still there. Um, Periscope is saying a number of things to me. So, but peace of mind. Throughout the rest of the day, here's our exercise for the day. What is it that, what does your peace of mind look like and how do you how do you get it? Oh, yeah, it's gone. There it is. Oh, there you are. Okay, now we're back. I think we're back connected. I can see you guys now. I had to come come away from the window. It's not going to let me filter in the comments. So if I missed them, I will go back and catch them as feedback on the replay. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> but um, I like that. I like talking about peace of mind because it needs to be a goal of a lot of people. And when you see somebody, they're just unhappy or they're they just got a lot, they got a lot of tension. They just getting on your nerves. You're getting on their nerves. Then they're trying, they need to find that peace of mind. And the part to that is how many people out there don't feel like they're worthy of having peace of mind. That's the, that's the difficult thing for me to grasp. Not even difficult, but that's the reality of it. There are a lot of people who feel like in their day to day that they don't deserve to have peace of mind, that they don't deserve to have and experience happiness. And, and what, and the reason why they're so bitter is they're looking at a world that, you know, ever notice how somebody gets mad because you made something a priority for you. They could have made, they could have had the same priority. They could have, they could have discovered the same thing. They could have took the same vacation. They could have did this, that, the other, but they're mad because you did something for you. And that's usually what brings us to where we are to this point, to, to, to the tension that exists in our lives, because you're mad that somebody else did something for themselves. You can't celebrate it. Just, and we talk about this all the time on social media, looking at the, the envy that comes up when people look at our social media. And I, y'all, I'm telling you, I have, I have discussion with people every day about their social media. And it's amazing to me, the things that they draw to and draw from the things that they say and how they quantify and qualify life. And I'm like, but you have the exact same opportunity. You don't know how they did it and you won't ask how they did it. Right. I don't like people who don't ask. That is my number one pet peeve. And both my parents are Aquarius. Aquarius ain't about asking. Okay. They are assuming. Aquarius, they lean over into those Pisces like Patty Betty and my other daughter. I'm just saying, ask. Right. And a lot of times we try to figure out because we feel like people aren't approachable enough to ask. But that's literally, you know, I, I mean, that's what I do. I ask, I, I, cause I seek answers. I'm like, how'd you do that? How, how, how did you do that? How does this happen? How does this work? Every time when I go, I was at the networking and people are like, you know, that's anybody got any questions? I'm like, how the hell does, do, does nobody have any questions? I can't ever understand. Cause I'm like, I got 10, 15, 20. How many can I ask? That's my question. Anybody got any questions? How many can we ask? And they'll usually say one. <laughs> 
<laughs> or two, right? When you go to when you go to uh, events and they have a Q and A after, they were like, "We're gonna take we're gonna take a few questions." You know, please make sure it's a question and not a statement. I cannot stand with to go to an event, especially a book event or a panel, and it was a good panel, and I know people got good questions, and then you got that person, they always that one per, one or two people, they get up there to their microphone, they mad because they weren't on stage, they mad because they, I'm like, you didn't even submit to be a speaker, you don't even have a pitch, you don't even have a, 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 a media car, a, a media kit, right, you ain't even submitting, you, and, but they mad because so-and-so is on stage. Well, y'all only got such and such people on stage. Well, did they even know that you existed? Because all you're doing is sit back in the back, soaking, mad, and then running to the microphone with your Q&A. They didn't want to give a 30-minute statement instead of even having a question. In, in, impeding on all of us getting a peace of mind and learning something. I hate those people, y'all. I'm using the word hate. Y'all know how I feel about the word hate. It's an error in there. I hate those people because a lot of times I'm watching this stuff on TV. I'm watching... I'm. I'm an Aquarius. My family can't stand my questions. I'm telling you, I, I cannot stand people who impede, who, who impede on the progress of others. And that's what happens. It's like, I mean, they, they go to the microphone and they are mad. They always mad. We got a second better one. I'm going to end here. Listen, people are out here trying to find their peace of mind. And I want you to think about, think about why you're not seeking your own and why you might be disrupting the peace of mind of others. Don't be that person. Don't be that person. Even if it's just for the day, even if it's just for as long as this podcast stays on your mind, don't be that person disrupting the peace of mind of others. And note, I want you to note that today. Are you standing, are you blocking so people can't get by? Little things like that. Like, why can't you, why can't you get to the left? Why can, if it's if it's stand to the left or stand to the right, what's the protocol? Why do, why are you, why just why why <laughs> why are you blocking? Why are you blocking? And who's who's blocking you? And if you if ain't nobody blocking you, if you can literally say, well, ain't nobody blocking me, then you're the blocker. You are the blocker. If you don't have questions, then you're. I'm, I'm telling you, if you can't answer that question, you might be the blocker. Don't be that. Don't be that person, y'all. All right, let me get off of this so I don't interrupt anybody else's peace of mind. So other people who who go live can come on and go live. And uh, y'all, let's do what we do best, and that is get out of bed. I forgot to check one other thing here, and all my all my checklist. So let's just hope it works. I'll catch you guys. Listen, don't forget when I hit the stop button. The conversation is going to continue. All you got to do is jump on your social media. You're going to see comments that I already have, and we're going to talk about this throughout the rest of the day. Tomorrow, if you want to join us, grab yourself a journal. We always start with a blank page, and we just start writing. And come up with our antidote to talk ourselves out of bed today. So at this moment, let's do what we do best, but do me one more favor. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz.